Previously on the Arius Adventures. What are we going to do about Sagoro? He's kind of going away from us in a wagon over there. You see four big, full-blooded orcs standing over you. Oh, where's here? I'm Tagoro. Hi. And he catches your wrist. Did he just break my wrist? And with a quick twist, you just hear it pop and snap. Oh, that seems about right. (laughs) As you're getting beat up, you hear a voice and everything like, fellas, 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 why are we doing this to the new guy? Isn't there better things we could be doing to him? Listen to the reasonable one. I'm Raz, by the way. All right, we need to plan a prison break. All right, I like your thinking. I love it when a plan comes together. Right, but I don't know anything about change. If they die, do they change back? You recall from your homeland and what you remember from your father telling you about changelings is that when they do die, they do revert back to their true form. And then I say we check out the, the prison on the way out. You are looking at a table with a couple of dwarves, and you're also surprised to see sitting at that table one of Naomi's brothers. I'll rock right over there. Is it Hero or...? It is not Hero. It, okay. in fact, looks to be one of the younger ones, I believe, he introduced himself as Nariko. Say, ah, Nariko, how are we doing today? Yeah. Now about that help. Um, as long as, uh, I don't get in trouble with Hero, uh, sure. Don't worry, we need to get Tagoro out of prison. Whatever, the magistrate's ready to see you. Oh boy. Well, Tagoro Crogblast, I take it? But for the last time, I didn't kill her. That was the changeling. Then explain the dead gnome corpse I have downstairs. She's not dead. Check her. Check her. He throws back the tarp and you see a gnome with the scars that you inflicted upon her. Did I really kill Bliss? This is her body, my dear sir. I'm not doing good. I'm mad. So you need help breaking into a prison? Yeah. Kind of broke myself into prison. Wait, you can... Could you do it again? Well, yeah, easy. And then, uh, Manny, you and Nariko are gonna sneak in. Yeah, I'm gonna cast invisibility on me and Nariko to go into the place where there's no way that we can be seen, hopefully. I'm here to save you, okay? Oh, no, it's okay. What? I'm bad. No, you're not. Stop. The magistrate standing there with his arms folded behind his back. Mr. Tagoro, this is disappointing to see you falling back into bad habits. I didn't do it. As everyone is like where they're at, you see one of the roofs of the prison erupt in an explosion of fireworks. And then coming out the front door, you see it just get completely knocked over, like busted open. And you see a riot of prisoners start pouring out into the courtyard. It's all this chaos. I want to travel with you guys, and Noriko does too. Get as far away as here and then get a nice place where we can hide for the night. I walk away. Is he okay? Don't mind him. He's having yeah, he's having a rough day. At the end of season one, we left off with Tagoro in prison after being interrogated and questioned by the magistrate for the murder of beloved tinkerer and tavern owner Blitz Lockriddle. He cut the fuck out of her up and killed. I mean, technically I'm innocent until proven guilty. Well, there was a body and there was a witness. But there was no trial, so I'm innocent until proven guilty. Well, you didn't get to have a trial because Manny, Lakeros, and Rhodes... Still, still haven't had my trial, <laughs> so I'm innocent until proven guilty. Okay. Well, technically, in the season finale, did kind of confess, so... <laughs> you did. did. You did. You did. After like back in November, and gave guys. all of our names, man. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. Well, you called... You gave hilarious. everybody... 
you first lied and gave everybody fake names. Uh, one of the names being Quinoa. And then you said Craig. Dude, that <laughs> one was hilarious. I still Shout haven't had you, a trial. <laughs> okay. So you were broken out of prison uh, by Manny Rhodes Lacaros, Naomi's brother, Noriko. And you had a little bit of a side assist from a fella you met in prison by the name of Raz. Razmataz. Nope, just Raz. Razmataz. Nope, just Raz. A really good looking guy. Razmataz. Okay. You left the city and met up with the Nico Jin once again. Uh, Hero and the other brother decided to bail in part ways with Noriko and Naomi. And those two ended up staying with you guys. And literally, when we left off, you were just rolling out of town. Uh, Tagoro was sad. And yeah, that was it. So we are going to pick up with Manny, Tagoro, Naomi, and Noriko two months later in the Gnome Kingdom of Ripdale now. The neighboring kingdom to Smignigant is the Gnome Kingdom of Ripdale, which is where y'all have been hiding out. You are in the small mountain village of Rustmaw. You four have been hanging out in the tavern called the Shaggy Gauntlet. How can a gauntlet be shaggy? Because that's what I came up with. Oh, I like it. (laughs) Luckily, you guys have a bard in your part. Well, you have two bards in your party, but let's be honest, Manny, how much barding have you been doing these past two months? Well, to be honest, I've taken a couple of those in bard <laughs> over the sorcerer, <laughs> so. Oh, okay. So you've yeah. been barding it up? I've been barding it up here in town. Now, Definitely has it been more, like. Not more singing, more conversations. Okay. So more of a storyteller? Yeah, more storytelling, definitely disguising myself. Tagoro, how are you looking? Well, it's already kind of been out there on the internet, so I look like, spoilers if you haven't seen Endgame, it's mid-spoiler, but I look like Thor from Endgame. And if anyone knows what that means, they know what that means. Cool. So. So you've been handling it well. As I said, there are four of you now currently in the party, and along the way kind of been helpful having a pickpocket from time to time when you guys have needed to and Naomi is very talented with playing her Nikogen instrument and that's also helped along with your story like she will uh, play music to accompany your storytelling we'll say awesome we will begin on a kind of an overcast day in the town of Rusmaw what are you two doing this morning like what's what is your morning routine wakes up first who finds who first uh i assume i fall asleep at the bar so okay i so, kind of just wake up when the bartender starts cleaning okay you ask for a new drink you ask for a new drink what is your morning drink bloody mary jesus okay Oof. <laughs> the gnome here who runs the the bar his name is togbat Oh my god, I love him. <laughs> Manny's just getting up, you know, putting his shoes on, getting ready, putting the staff on his back. Kind of scratches his scruff on his chin, gets a big stretch, and heads downstairs. You both are sporting scraggly beards. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cool. The first month after the two <laughs> left, I uh-huh. had a chipmunk living in mine, so. Gross. You guys kept Ramathorn, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Is he getting exercises thing, or are you just feeding him beer as well? I feel like Naomi's kind of taking over that task because I oh. feel like I've tried to, <laughs> I've tried to give him like beer, you know, make him my drinking buddy when Manny goes to bed. <laughs> and I feel like Naomi's kind of like that. No, no, no. So is Naomi basically the den mother now for you guys? She's the most currently stable emotionally. Yes. Okay. Good to know that was the role given to her now. We kept her (laughs) to protect her and have her take care of us. 
So that's how you, okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. I'll save her, but she's also going to take my ram for a walk first. Gotcha. That's a, hey, that's a good deal, I feel. <laughs> hey, I... Yeah, she's fucking broke. What the else? I'm not asking her to fucking, you know, I could be a creep and ask for other things, but I'm not. I'm just like, hey. Jesus. Kind of go out. I'm just saying. I could be like, she could have a lot worse situation. I think me just being like, hey, can you ride Ramathorn for like a, you know, an, an hour a day? Go exercise them. I don't feel like I'm an asshole. Maybe I am. So you're doing well. Um, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> cool. I had this conversation with her once like that. She was uh, she was very ready to ask where the bathroom was, and I thought she was giving me a lip. And I was like, listen here, Naomi. Okay. <laughs> and then she was just like, I just want to know where the bathroom was. That's good to know. So you further terrified her. Cool. <laughs> it's about time she grew up some fucking balls. Let me tell you that, too. We're going to have that talk someday. What the fuck? She's a runaway slave. I'm a runaway convict. <laughs> Not alleged. I'm sorry, alleged convict. Nice. And since he'll prove him guilty. Same. Yeah, technically, Manny, you'd be wanted too since you attacked the magistrate. How much money can I get for Manny? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't say anything. How much money are we talking? <laughs> what? Hmm? Hmm? So anyways, um, Manny is getting around for the day and Tagoro's already at the bar for the day. You guys both meet up? Yeah, I'll stroll downstairs. Good morning. Good morning, Tagoro. Hi! <laughs> Oof. You are bright and chipper this morning. Is that a Bloody Mary? Ah. He smells extra crispy today. And I say it, and I look, I'm like, we can't say it anymore. I've already said it. Oh, wait. Oh, God, I said it again. That's three times. <gasps> what did you say? I'm not. You can't get me saying her name again. Oh, right. Um, do you <laughs> want to take a bath this morning? Is there hot water? We could find out. No. Hot water, yes. Cold water, no. All right. So I'll turn to the bartender and I'll. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, excuse me. Yep. Do you, by chance, know if there's a bathhouse? There is. With warm water? Yeah. It's a steamed bathhouse. I mean, it's not a very big one, but yeah. There's a hot spring in there. Uh, sure, yeah. If you could just point that out, we could uh, maybe head that way. Alrighty. So he gives you the directions to the bathhouse. And it is like a very small bathhouse. We're talking like it is a building built around a small hot spring. Nice. And that's Man's it. going to get in there, start scrubbing up, bath. Come on, join me. All right, get clean. Okay. So you're able to convince Tagoro to bathe for the day. How long has it been since you bathed? Oh, God, the water's brown. I mean, I don't. Good people get clean. But you don't? I'm not a good person. Why aren't you a good person? Well, Jesus Christ, I don't know. Why isn't Tagoro a good person? <laughs> Let's rehash all that right now, okay? Middle okay. of a bathhouse for everyone. Okay, calm down. <laughs> like, the attendant's holding, like, a tray of, like, different essential oils you can bathe in. Just like, why aren't you a good guy, buddy? And then you just snap at him like a crazy person. You know... It's not easy being green. No? No. Because you're a half-orc? Who are you? <laughs> I don't know you. I'm Gibrick. Hi, Gibrick. <laughs> I feel like Manny's just going to sink down into the tub more after <laughs> As as Tagoro has this meltdown with this attendant. I just, I just, Gibrick, tell me about your life. Um, I live here. That's good. Heard anything interesting? Oh, did you guys hear the latest out of Fizz Park? No, actually. What happened? Yeah, 
seems like, uh, well, you heard a few months back that whole like clusterfuck with the palace being exploded and and the royal house being destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> are you just stand? Are you just like stiff, freaking out? Oh, my eyes are like, like my eyes, my pupils, and the iris, all that stuff is like a dot, and it's just white, and I just eyes are open. Is why it's me. I'm like, yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Well, apparently, there's been some more further updates on the investigation. Apparently, it has recently come out that the niece is the one who's been behind all the attacks. She brought in some outsiders who came in and uh, just caused a bunch of trouble. A couple of fights around town, uh, attacked a ship. And then set off explosions in the palace. And then, and then they murdered one of the top guild tinkerers. Oh, boy. So. That's rough. So the town is calling for Catviz to be tried and possibly be executed. And there's also a reward out for locating and finding her associates that she got. I nervously look at Tagoro. <laughs> he hasn't blinked. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for the info. I really appreciate it. He slowly starts going under the water. Okay. I toss him a silver. All right, Thank thanks. Appreciate it. Let me it. know if I can... Yeah, no worries. And uh, if you could just bring some extra towels. <laughs> yeah, sure thing. What's lucky is they also found one of the, they also have imprisoned right now one of the orcs who were working with her. Apparently, the princess got one of those Steel Thunder orcs from over in the Blood Plains. And those motherfuckers are dangerous as shit. So, not looking good for that dirty orc. No offense, dude. Oh, there's just bubbles coming up from under the water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind him. He likes to hold his breath for a long time. Yeah, whatever. So he uh, leaves some fresh towels and oils and stuff for you guys and leaves you two alone. I uh, feel for Tagoro's hair and I <laughs> try to pull it up out of the water. I guess I stay alive today. <laughs> so how'd that go? Not too good. Not only do they have Cat, but they also have Fiora. What? Yeah, it seems that Fiora has been also scammed. They're holding her in prison right now, and both of them might be executed. <gasps> <laughs> that was a sound. Okay. Was that the Mastodon going on? So, yeah, he's going to get up and around and start getting dressed. He's going to oh. Fitz Park. Oh, boy. So Tagoro just full on, just completely comes out of the water fully and starts drying himself off. Manny, what are you doing? Oh, wait, wait, wait. We need to kind of think about this. We're both wanted there. One and two, we have Nikogen with us that we're trying to protect. Okay. So you still want to go to Fitzpark? We have to. All right. Well, this is not going to turn well. I get out of the tub and start getting dressed. <laughs> okay. Dry off. All right, let's go. So Noriko will be easy. Actually, both of the Nico Jin will be easy to find. Um, Naomi is at the bar, and you see she's playing her instrument for a small group of like older gnomes who are just chilling, hanging out, passing time. And Noriko is over at a table playing cards with a couple of other gnomes and dwarves. All right, I'll, you want me to get Noriko or Naomi or both? Um, How about if I get both and you get Ramathorn ready to go? Yeah, I go and get them ready. All right, All right, so Adam, you go to the stables to get your pal. And he probably looks, actually, if you've left Naomi in charge of taking care of him, he probably looks pretty well. Well groomed. Um, brush. She brushes him out and everything, and you see he has a couple of braids in his long, shaggy coat. 
Oh, that's, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, he bleats happily and he kicks down or he kicks at the door or like the, the pen door to be let out when he sees you. I let him out. And he totally rams into you happily. I vomit a little bit. <laughs> okay. Kind of out of practice with the rough play with him. Yeah. Kind of let yourself go too much. Uh, yeah, I vomit a little bit. I'm like, Rammy! He bleats and rams his head against yours. Alright, we gotta go save Mommy. I mean, um... <laughs> um... Yeah, no, that works for right now. I can't remember her name right now. Blitz? Fiora. No. <laughs> Fiora? Yeah, why would you say that name? Because <laughs> I like torturing you. So yeah, he's uh, uh, yeah, he's ready to go. So you get Ramathorn ready. He doesn't understand what's going on, but he's happy to, and he's happy to leave. I'm happy too, buddy. As I'm taking a, a, a swig from my my wine bag. Is that what your water skin is filled with? Yeah, I thought that was what a wine bag was. Okay. Do Fair. they have special wine bags? <laughs> well, they've got enchanted ones that never run out. Um, but you don't have that currently. You've not bought one. Oh, I'm kind of pissed because I have a, a friend that does magic and enchant shit and he hasn't made me one yet. <laughs> Kind of feels like I betrayed, but whatever. Morpher. Yeah. Yeah. His morpher, yeah. you know what? His <laughs> yeah. morpher probably needs some readjustment since his body has let himself go. No, it's yeah, I feel like it's good. <laughs> it just it doesn't go all the way over the stomach. It, like it stops at the <laughs> belly button. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that is the picture I cannot see now. <laughs> Nice. Manny, you go over to who? Naomi? Yeah, I'll go over to Naomi first. All right. After she finishes her performance. She finishes, and when she sees you approaching, she smiles. Like, oh, Manny, how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, actually, we're, we're going to actually head out. If oh? you're okay with that. Where are we, um, like, together as a group, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, if oh, you could good. get your brother, that'd be helpful. Where are we going? We're going to go back to Fitzpark. What? Well. But I thought after everything. Yeah, I understand that. But now Kat and Fiora are in really big trouble. Oh? It's kind of our fault, me and Tagoros, and we kind of need to set some stuff right. Okay, well... We could really use your hand, you and your brother. You guys have been really helpful so far. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You guys are awesome. She blushes a little bit at the compliment. Then we'll be happy to go with you. Fantastic. All right, so in about 15 minutes, and meet us up front. So yeah, uh, Naomi agrees, and she heads over to the table... You see a couple of the dwarves and gnomes kind of eye her up a little bit and everything, but they don't give her a hard time. And she is able to pull Noriko away. And you see he has a small pouch that he is sweeping in some uh, gold pieces into. There you go. <laughs> After a bit and in no time, you guys have your little cart ready to go. Tagoro has Ramathorn ready to go. And y'all are planning to set off to return to Fitz Park. Yep. Which is a totally good idea for wanted criminals to do. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the smart decisions. So it is going to be about, that is probably going to be about a two and a half weeks or so journey. Because you're going to be crossing back oh, through. Yeah, back through the rest of Ripdale. Unless you headed to the coast of Ripdale and found a ship and took it, it might it would be a little bit faster. If not, then you have to travel through the various uh, forests and woods of Smignagant, which would kind of slow you down. Yeah, let's just go. Two-week journey. Here oh we come. So are you guys going to head up to the coast and take a ship, or are you just going to travel? Ship. 
You're gonna yeah, you vote ship. They can uh, carry an ironhorn ram across with us. <laughs> Listen, whatever it takes. Jesus Christ. All right, we're going to try. Adam, am I just calling this the uh, Avengers episode? I hate to say it, but it's good. <laughs> this, you know what? It's, it's with the time that it happened, everything's relevant. So, but literally, whatever it takes, because that's his boo, even though she hates me. Yeah. Yeah. She really, I mean, like that, she wasn't very but happy. But she's going to be put to trial or possibly death for my mistake. For me, so he can't let that happen. Fair enough. We are heading. Oh, so it will be a three or four days journey up to the coast, heading to the closest port town. And then if you took a smaller, faster boat, you'd be able to reach Fitz Park, you know, in no time. Make it there on time to uh, help your pals out. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> So, day one of your travel, what is your guys' kind of like, are you going at a fat, what's your pace? Fast, just not? I think right now we're going a little fast. Little, little fast? Yeah, fast and furious. Alrighty. Do you travel through the night as well? Are you planning on just, uh... Yeah, I think we can take shifts, if that's alright. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who is driving at night, Tagoro or Manny? Or are you having one of the Nikogen do? Tagoro will do if he needs to. Yeah, I'll do he, one night. He can put off drinking for the night. But you were but here's the question, were you drinking during the day? A little bit. Okay, so I'm gonna have you make a A little bit. I had like a a drink. And I slept during the day. Do you think my character would just be like, oh, drink all day, stay up all day, I'm going to stay up all night? No. Bish, you're talking to somebody who works third shift. He had a <laughs> drink to help him fall asleep, and then he slept, and now he's <laughs> That's awake. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, boom. Whatever. Go ahead and make a perception check as you are on watch and also driving the uh, the wagon. First roll of season two. And that's a 16. Yes. All right. So the day has been fine and the evening sets in. Naomi, Noriko, and Manny are asleep in the back of the wagon. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, Taguro, you hear a noise up ahead. Okay. And it sounds like the uh, like metal clashing together. Well, I'm gonna be smart and kind of wake everyone up and tell them something's going on up there. Hey everyone, your DM Cassie here. Welcome back to season two of Party Advantage and the Arius Adventures campaign. We are excited to be back with new adventures and shenanigans from our heroes. This season is going to be full of fun from the guys, and I can't wait to see what they get up to. I just want to take this time to give a couple of quick updates for y'all. We have a new release schedule for this season. We will now be releasing new episodes every other Wednesday. With this, we'll be able to record and edit episodes in between, as well as work on bonus content and a couple of other surprises we have coming. Also, for this month, make sure to check out our Twitter and Facebook page for the June Epic Loot Giveaway. All you have to do to enter is just like, share, and comment on the post for your chance to win some awesome gear for your next encounter. As always, if you've been enjoying this episode of Party Advantage as well as all of our past episodes, please take the time to review us on your podcast platform of choice. Reviews really do help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can keep bringing you even more exciting content. Thank you so much for listening, and now, Back to the show. Uh, what, what? what is it? I, I don't know. I hear metal clashing together. Yeah, that's weird. Should we go towards it or go around mm, it? I mean, is it in front of us? Like, do we have to go towards it? 
Well, it is coming up from the road ahead. Then yeah, let's go straight towards it. Ahead, you see. There we go. Okay, so you see three people being attacked by two orcs and then two dwarves on horses on like these shaggy, stocky uh, horses. Oh, shoot. Uh, could I make an insight check to see maybe what started this or? Well, behind the three people getting attacked, you see a large wagon that looks to be covered in crates of different sizes. All right. So. And I guess. Um, <laughs> too fast, too furious. Wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so you're charging the wagon ahead? I'm aiming for more of the bad guys. But I'm like, I just, you know, I had the reins in one hand. I pull out my axe with, you know, it has some electricity going off. And I'm just screaming, yeah! Okay, then. So, Manny, before you can say or make any plans with the group, the wagon suddenly lurches ahead as Ramathorn lets out this, like, excited, angry bleat. And Tagoro is also charging like a crazy person as well, driving the wagon ahead. And you see yourselves barreling towards Wait. this group. Last minute, I realized that if we ram it and hurt the wagon, we can't travel fast, so I slow down. Just remember that. So you stop it, like, right in time. Right. right okay. I'm hoping that I can stop Remthorm right in front of that guy in front of him so that he can make, so he can headbutt him and send him flying into the wagon. So I'm going to have you make an animal handling check on that. Oh, shit. I don't even think I have animal handling. Well, you should have thought of that before you did this. Boom. YOLO. That's a 10. It's not terrible. It's half. It's not terrible. You're right. Mixed so success. You, it is a bit of a mixed success. So you do stop Ramathorn in time, but he's not close enough to ram his head oh. into the other person. I was thinking it would have been more funny if, that if it was, he does ram him, but whoever's sitting next to me goes flying too into the wagon. You know, I like that. No. It's like a seatbelt. <laughs> like no seatbelt on. No seatbelt. You know what? Yeah. You stop suddenly in time and let's see. You've got one, two, three. You know what? The way you have it set up, I have Manny and Naomi right behind you. So it'd be I feel one like of those. There'd be no Ma Naomi, though, because Manny said he just woke up. I doubt he'd be sleeping in the front. So I feel like it'd be Naomi. You want to send that poor little Nikogen flying? I don't, oh, but honestly, honestly, Manny woke well, you, up and crawled to the front. Okay, so he's like yeah. on his hands and knees, right behind you as you're like charging. True. And as you charged, I was like, ah. True. So, Manny, I need you to make an acrobatics check. Sorry, buddy. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Plus six. Holy shit. From the circus. That is true. You tumble or you fly across the air like a majestic fucking eagle. And you land before you hit the wagon right there. Uh, you should have him land on top of the wagon. Peter Pan style dagger out <laughs> or staff out. <laughs> and then he's like, gentlemen. Sure. <gasps> yes. <laughs> It's a 19 for performance. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that happens. Uh, Manny lands like a badass on the top of the wagon, dagger or staff drawn, and with a badass performance check as well. The two orcs look up confused, and the dwarves look pissed as hell, and you see the three people being attacked look to be uh, uh, halfling and two gnomes. And I'll slam down my staff and a wall of force comes up between the three white pieces and the black pieces. So there's a wall of force that splits them in half. Okay. I'll just do this. Hi. What the fuck is this? Says one of the, <laughs> the dwarves. I may have killed one of your friends. <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure that the guy on the ground is probably not getting up after getting hit in the chest with a uh, 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 ram. Oh, yeah. You know what? That guy <laughs> will just go ahead and, uh, yeah. 
Fair enough. I'm just like, how's your friend? You just look over. There's a body that's not moving. Sorry. <laughs> you, you killed him and the horse. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, hi. I killed him, I think. <laughs> one of the orcs leans down and checks the fallen dwarf. Looks up to the one still alive. He's like, boy, boss, he's right. They fucking killed him. You shouldn't pick on people. You should mind your own damn business. We're just making a living here. Go work. <laughs> we are. This is our job. Not with us here today. Oh yeah, you guys really? kind of look like you guys look like a pathetic group. The only thing intimidating with y'all is that big ass ram. The two orcs look a little intimidated. The dwarf, however, he looks pissed. Still, he draws a heavy crossbow and aims it over at Ramathorn. Initiative time. Yes, it is. Let's roll it. Alrighty, so Tagoro. Okay, who's the guy that has the crossbow pointed at Rami? That would be the dwarf on the horse. Dwarf on the horse. Mm-hmm. Great okay. children's book. Well, I'm gonna step into one of him in Ramathorn and I'm gonna go into rage. Okay. And I'm going to cut his horse down. Okay. I'm basically going for the legs so that he'll tumble. Mm-hmm. That hit. The 19 to hit. Yeah, the horse's legs, like the front legs. And that does hit. 12 points of damage. Okay. And so that's only get one attack. And then I'm going to have Ram Thorn attack this guy. Okay. Well, actually, no, the guy in front of him because he's hitched to the wagon. Mm-hmm. So it'd be hard for him to go diagonal. So yeah, just the guy in front of him. Okay. Well, shit. He misses. Okay, that's it. Okay, so it is Manny's turn. All right. Well, yeah, if I see Tagoro being lethal, then so will I. And I will mm -hmm. cast Scorching Ray. At? I'm going to try to hit each of them with one ray apiece. So All I'm going to cast that at level two. 16 to hit. At I'll say Horse Guy first. Horse Guy first? Horse uh, that misses. All right, that misses. <laughs> to yeah, to hit the uh, the dwarf you're looking for is seventeen. And this guy, I got a seventeen for the orc that hits. Yeah. Yep. All right, four points of fire damage. Ready. And that's all I'll do for now. I'll stand there and keep concentrating on the wall of force protecting the three pawns. Gotcha, gotcha. It is the enemy's turn now. And the dwarf, Adam, is going to have his warhorse trample you. Or attack with his hooves, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he has enough room or speed no, he to trample. Can't, yeah, he can't trample, but we can do a hoof attack. Do it, butch. 16 plus 6 is 22. Yeah, that hit. That hits. I forgot to activate my morpher. You did. And it's too late. I haven't. I've. I. It's been since November's. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. So you take ten points of bludgeoning damage. <sighs> <laughs> and then the dwarf is going to swing his longsword, and he has multi attacks. He's going to attack. Let me see. Eighteen plus five. That hits, because your AC is currently what? 16. Okay, so 23 hits. And then, uh, let's see, the second one misses. And you're going to take, so you take another 10 points. So you've got 20 damage altogether. 10 points of bludgeoning and 10 points of flashing. Okay. So that's his turn. Uh, the guy in front of Ramathorn is going to attack. That's a miss. And the other guy is going to... Actually, yeah, he can reach Ramathorn easily. So he's going to attack. What is Ramathorn's AC? Well, tell me what you rolled. I rolled a 10 plus 5, so 15. Ah, no, 16. Okay. Suck it. <laughs> that's why I, was, I just wanted to be sure. Um, so that one misses. And we are now at your ally's turn. Naomi is going to... She's going to cast Bless at level 
four. So all three of you, you, Noriko, and uh, you know what? Actually, I'll have her cast it at level five. So then that way, Ramathorn is included. Basically, you guys get to add one d4 to your attack rolls and your saving throws. Sweet. With bless. Awesome. So she did that for you guys. Awesome. And then Noriko hops down and runs over here in front of this orc. And he's going to attack with his rapier. Yes, I gave him a rapier. Yes, he has a rapier and dagger. Go with the rapier first. Yeah, that hits. 16 hits. 8 damage to that dude. Actually, since he has... Oh, does he? Well, he gets sneak attack, too. Oh, my God, so does he? That's an additional 10 damage. And, wow, yeah, Noriko just dropped that orb. Okay, so technically, if we remember, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. I had Ramathor kill that one guy. So, yes. technically, Noriko did not get the first kill. Okay. Correct, but two ally NPCs killed enemies before the two of you did. It's been since November. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're back up to the top with Tagoro. Bullshit. (laughs) Roll better. Wow. (laughs) Okay, well, I get two attacks, so I'm going to kill this fucking horse. And then add 1d4. I mean, you hit him. You hit him twice. Okay. You're probably going to drop him with the first hit. So if you want to save that second roll for the dwarf. I'll oh, okay. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because 1d4 for that, right? Mm-hmm. So 22, 25 plus another 25, so you 26, drop, 28. You drop the war horse. Now go ahead and roll damage for the dwarf. 13. All right. He looks pissed that his horse is dead. Let me have him roll a dexter uh, athletics check to see how you know, like, saves himself from his fall. One to his dex. 14, 15. Yeah, he manages to uh, tumble off fine and uh, land next to his horse on his feet. He doesn't go prone, so. Okay. Good there. Uh, do you want Ramathorn to still attack the guy in front of him? Yes, correct. Okay. Attend a hit? Yes. That misses. Well, actually, it'd be 10. Should 11, be 10 12, plus... 13. Yeah, still misses. Oh, wait. No, no, no. That just hits. So six. Six damage. Okay. He is still up. So that is ten. He's not looking good, but he's still up. So Manny, you are up now. You've got these three uh, little folk who are looking terrified. All right. Well, I'm just gonna launch two more or three more scorching rays. Okay. Just up and over the wall. Are you sending them to all to the dwarf or to the orc? I'm gonna split them up. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. First one to the orc. Okay. That's a 18. That hits. Three damage of fire. Okay. And then I'll do the other two at the dwarf. I was writing the horse. Go for it. The dwarf looks pretty beefy compared to the others. Like, it looks like his equipment is a bit better. 20 to hit. That hits. Two points of fire damage for the first ray at him and one more. That is an 18 to hit. That also hits. Five fire damage. Okay. He is still up. And he is going to uh, attack you again, Tagoro. How are you? How are you looking? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. I figured you were since you're a barbarian. Fuck, I forgot to activate my morpher. You. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. These we'll are just, just putties. They're just putties. We'll, Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> We'll say, you know, that one drink just kind of did you over. So, 18 plus 5 is going to hit you. And then a 19 plus 5 is going to hit you. So you take a total of 21 damage. 
Oh, shots fired. I'm so fine. Yeah, I know him with his hundred health. Fuck that. Hundred and five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even in this. Yeah, I'm not even at halfway. So I was gonna I'm say, good. Manny, how tissue paper thin is your health? Compared to Tagoro, you could blow on me and I'd rip in half. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So the other orc is pissed that his buddy's dead and he's gonna attack Narika. Six that definitely hits and the second one misses spirit shield can what i the see fuck it is, what the fuck is that do i see him get hit yes okay spirit shield what the hell are you doing what is this okay roll your damage what is this that is, wait that's the d20 what you're making me roll the wrong <laughs> okay got me all flustered So nine damage. So he takes one point of damage. You motherfucker! Spirit shield. If you're raging and another creature you see within you, 30 feet of you takes damage, you can use your reaction to reduce the damage by 3d6. I did and rolled an eight. So he only took one point of damage. So tell me what this looks like when you activate the spirit shield. Okay, my eyes glow a whitish like haze. Like a mm -hmm. whitish light, bluish light, and then in front of whoever is getting attacked, an uh, ancestral orc blocks the damage. Is only visible Bad. for a split second. Badass. All Astral right. ghost looking. Nice. And then they disappear. Like I said, it's like a split second, like a flash of lightning. You can only see him as like the hit blow hits, like a flash of lightning. Like you can see him for a split second, deflect the blow, and then they're gone. Awesome sauce. All right. So you do that, and then the allies turn. Naomi is going to let's do blindness, deafness on the dwarf. So she's going to cast that to blind him. Actually, she can cast it at a high enough level to try to blind both of them. You see, she reaches into her pouch, and uh, you see like this white powder, and she just blows it softly, and it floats and uh, kind of has like this like glitter effect to it. Those two need to make constitution saving throws. The orc fails, so he is now blind. That's not good. He is at a disadvantage to attack. The dwarf, however, rolled nat 20, so he's all good. And now he, you see him switch his ax for his heavy crossbow for his next turn. Oh, that bitch. Noriko is going to step over here and help Ramathorn attack that guy. That's a miss. Noriko whiffs. That was super bad both times. A two and a three. And that brings us back up to the top with Tagoro. You see the dwarf next. He rubs his eyes and he looks up at uh, Naomi still on top of the wagon and uh, he gives her a dirty look and reaches for his crossbow to prepare to fire at her. Ah! Oh god. Go ahead. 20. That hits. 19. That hits. Both hit. Wow, that's a lot of damage. 38 that's points of damage. Fuck ton of damage. 38 points of damage? Because when you're raging, you get a plus three to... Oh my god. I think... Right? Hang it's business on, November. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do my math. Plus three melee damage with strength weapons. So, yeah, should be plus six. So six plus 14 is 20, plus 18 is 38. You, how do you want to do this? Because like you exactly, like you exactly brought him down to zero. So zero doesn't kill him though. It just brings him down to zero, right? Well, I mean, he's dead. Okay, so <laughs> I chopped gonna... down, so he has his arms out. Like well, he has yeah. his arms on the crossbow, so I yeah. chop down and I cut his arms off. And as he's looking at his nubs, I, in one sweeping motion, I go down and then turn the blade sideways and slash open his gut and let his entrails fall out. Holy shit! Ooh. Do you say anything? No, I'm enraged, so I'm just like screaming like the Hulk. And Manny, you're lucky enough that you're not standing right next to him to get showered with blood like you usually do. Yeah, the wall of force is a really nice touch. <laughs> 
<laughs> I haven't been showered in a long time with blood. Yeah, you're sprayed with blood, and you know what? That wall of force also, like, it... <laughs> We got a splash zones shield right here. Those three people are like, oh my god, as like blood is sprayed across the shield. This is like a TV show for them. <laughs> it is. I kind of oh tap my. the staff and the blood kind of like bounces off the wall of work. <laughs> Man, or Ramathorn is up. Oh, that guy's still alive? Yeah, he has. He doesn't want to stop? <laughs> Give up. <laughs> You know what? I'll let you guys use a reaction right here to try to intimidate him or whatever. Because Manny, technically, it, it, you'd be up next if you if Tagoro you have Ramathorn pass on his turn. Yeah. Okay, so you guys can use this opportunity to talk. All right, I'll uh, put my staff by my back and drop the wall of force, and I'll okay. hop down, and I'll just be like, "Look, dude, I think you might want to reconsider your options." And think about a new career. Reconsider. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't look too good for you. Doesn't look good. Oh, God. You, oh, God. He's everywhere. And they stare at him. They're there. That happens. But you're an orc like me. Why would you attack us? What? You. Pointing at you, Tagoro. Because this guy's an orc. Or do orcs not kill each other? Well, uh, this guy doesn't, apparently. I was raised by wolves. I don't know. Whoa. Oh, God. Dire wolves. Oh, God. Hi. Oh, hello. Covered Hi. in blood. You know, I recently lost my job, and this was an opportunity to make some easy money. I don't want trouble. I'm sorry if that helps. Well, I mean, if it happens again, you know what will happen to you. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Um, so can I go? Did you steal anything? Not yet, because you guys showed up. Well, then, yeah, you can go. I just get up in front of him. Fly, fly. <laughs> he runs the fuck away and takes off. Well, I wanted a good day's work, and I, uh... Uh, pat my hands together, turn to the group of commoners, were they? or what, um, what race? They look to be traveling merchants of some sort. Like I said, you're on top of their wagon and be loaded with crates of different types of goods. Yeah, I hop down and just ask if they're okay. Make sure everybody's doing okay and help them get back on the road. Definitely good now, thanks to your help, says the uh, Kathleen. Hi! Hi! You have an orc with you guys. That was super lucky. Yeah, he's he's a good guy to have around, especially on these roads. Yeah. We we were just making our way to uh to the coast actually with with our stuff. So, we're super glad to run into you guys. Oh, well, we're heading that way too. Maybe we could all travel up together. Yeah. That's that's not a bad idea. The more the merrier. Uh, they tell you they were heading to the town of Perrin, which is a small fishing town. Okay. And they were transporting different, like, food goods and stuff. What, yours, Perko? <laughs> yes. You got food? We, we do. We transport, you know, grains and, and you know, meat and everything mm. from... Occasionally, when we're lucky, get some more specialty items. Oh, well, uh, if you have anything of interest, maybe while we're traveling, we can purchase something to eat for lunch. Oh, yeah. I mean, we owe you guys a lot for your help. So, yeah, more than welcome. We can set up camp and we'd be happy to make some exchanges with you guys. Oh, well, uh, the thing is, is, we're kind of in a hurry. We won't be camping we're oh, kind of uh, oh. traveling straight through. Fair enough. I mean, if you'd like, we'd be more than happy to do a quick barter with y'all. Fair enough. I mean, I could use a sleep. <laughs> I'm sure you could. I, uh, I, did I feel take pretty rested, though. I, I feel so. pretty rested, and I think I can saddle up Rami over here, and we can get moving. I'm going to be that asshole. What did that guy have on him? Uh, Which guy? The one I disemboweled. Okay, the dwarf? Yes. 
Oh, you're looting. You know, I'm. Do it, loot it. Allegedly, until proven guilty, a criminal well, might as well <laughs> might as well hit all the bases. Absolutely. Uh, while he's looting, I'll just talk to the caravan people and just kind mm -hmm. of uh, see if they have like any rare fish. Gotcha. Something, something rare, maybe caught in the sea that not many people have had. And I'd like to try to get that. Okay. Adam, you find the guy has a very well-made longsword, uh, dwarven forged. You look like it looks well kept enough that you could probably sell it for some good change. Okay. You also find he has a pouch containing sixty pieces, sixty gold pieces, a dwarven longsword. And you also find an amulet with a uh, dwarven rune on it. Amulet with dwarven rune. Yes. And it's made out of like a deep, dark silver metal. I'm going to give that to Manny because I don't, I don't, I feel like this is special. The amulet? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I like wiped a lot of the blood off. <laughs> All and right. then I realize there's, I'm covered in blood, so I just start wiping on the ground. I'm like, Manny. What? Oh. This looks like a magical thing on my jig. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take a look at it. Um, I, I hand the dripping, bloody amulet in his hand. Gross. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I, I go one of those, like, to wipe under my nose, like, itch it, and then I just smear more blood on my top lip. Okay. Super gross. I saw caked in the beard and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, Manny, you're trading different things. They have... So you're looking for... What was it that you were looking for? Just like a high-quality fish. Like a high-quality meal that we could have for lunch. Maybe like get some good, good energy throughout the day and evening. Let's see what we got here. They have a box of specialty dessert treats called Wyvern Bomb. Okay, I'll definitely get those for Tagoro. How much is that? <laughs> that is going to be five gold pieces per Done. little box. And it comes in like each box has 12 of these little like truffle looking things. Okay, I'll get one box. Okay. Uh, then we have, it looks like a lot of their stuff is like specialty dessert type things, as well as like a few other, uh, food items. Cockatrice toast. I'll pass on that. <laughs> You're going to pass on that. Cockatrice toast. <laughs> they have some grave crab available. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll take two of those. How much are those? Or actually, I'll take enough to feed the whole amount of us. The whole group? Yeah. We'll say that's going to be another five. Five gold apiece? Uh, yeah. 20 gold plus the five for the desserts for Tekoro, so 25 gold. Mm-hmm. And then they also have a meat called Nightmare Walrus. What the fuck kind of people are these? <laughs> all right, all right. They're they're food merchants who deal in unique food items. And how much for the nightmare walrus? That one is ten gold. Oh, okay. I'll do it. I'll do that one. <laughs> so that puts me at thirty-five gold. And I will pay them all that. Adam, do you want to look for anything tasty? Or are you good with what he's buying? Well, I'll turn around. I'm good. Little treats. And I'll, I can see they maybe like package it all nice for you. Yeah. I'll turn around and I'll thank them before I head out. Thank you so much. And, you know, just stay safe. If you're not going to travel with us, stay safe out there. Yeah. You too. Thanks, friends. Absolutely. Thank you for the good food. Enjoy! And as we go off, I'll uh, kind of hand out our rations of the crab, and I'll give Tigro his crab and the 
walrus. Tell them not <laughs> to eat it too fast. Don't eat it too fast. And then I'll uh, give you a little desserts afterwards. Yeah! Aw, the old Tagoro's coming back out. Well, he's happy because he's getting snacks. Okay, so what are you trying first, the crab or the walrus? Let's go right for the nightmare walrus. The nightmare walrus. I need you to... Let it go. (laughs) I'm not going to kill him, but I do need you to make a constitution saving. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, nice. 24? Yes, so when you eat it, you get like this weird numbing sensation and you your vision almost kind of starts to go like black and fuzzy. Okay. And after a moment, the feeling passes and you're left with like this really nice, like tasty, meaty, like flavor. Oh, okay. So yeah. Did I just give you like fucked up mushroom (laughs) meat? Like you're gonna go on a bad trip or something? I feel like it's going to hit me later when I fall asleep. Exactly. Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Nightmare. Oh. <laughs> so the Nikogen definitely enjoy the crab. They pass on the walrus because that just seems kind of weird, but they do enjoy the crab meat. Yeah, I definitely dig into the crab meat. And eat that. It is very, very good. Flaky, delicious. Awesome. Then you had the wyvern bomb confections. Those are specifically for Tagoro. Tagoro. Okay. So, Adam, are you going to try one of those? No, I'm saving those. Oh, you're saving them. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm having, I'm having walrus. Annie, you also have a crab. And you also have crab. Yeah, those are my rations. Okay. All right. And with that, you guys continue riding through the night. Adam, you're going to sleep this fight off. Yeah. I mean, I did take 41 points of damage. You did. It's one of those, like, I'm standing up, talking to you guys, looking good, but I'm bleeding. (laughs) Well, Naomi will cast Cure Wounds. I mean, she doesn't have to. I don't want her to. I mean, I I don't want to make a fuss. I'm perfectly fine. She's a level 10 spellcaster. She can. Okay. No, I was just saying. I'm not making a fuss. I'm not. I'm not. of healing potions. You what? Oh, I have tons of healing potions. Oh, yeah. So, Adam, take back 29 health. And then if Manny, you want to throw a health potion at him? Uh, 29 will be fine with long. And then a long rest, I'll be fine. Okay, Coolio. All right. So you guys set off. Uh, Adam, you fall asleep. And Noriko falls asleep. Naomi offers to stay up with you, Manny, and keep you company. Yeah, she does. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) If you want, sure. Yeah. She off. Yeah, I mean, like, she's more than happy. I'd say, I mean, I'm guessing since you guys have all spent two months together, you're all pretty friendly to each other. Yeah, I think that we just chat, normal conversation, pretty friendly. So, Manny, are you nervous to go back to Fizz Park? Eh, well, I didn't leave off the greatest impression, honestly. Well, I don't think any of us left in the greatest of position, but at least we're going to go and try and make things right, right? Yeah, we're definitely going to try. I'd like to see Fitzpark really back to how it was. It really was a nice place for as short as we were there for. I'm hoping that when we get there, we can start to find some clear answers. What's really going on? Yeah. Well, do you think it has to do with that Carver fellow or your mom? I definitely think it has to do with them. Unfortunately, my mom's not the most open book, but Carver, he's got a mouth. Maybe if we can catch up to him, we can make him talk. Do you have any ideas once we get there? Not really. Kind of just gonna wing it. I know a few spells, and I've been working on one that's Really special. What about but, what about those uh, Ollie Block brothers? Do you think maybe we could go talk to them? Yeah, that was kind of my idea. Except I'm kind of nervous about telling them about Blitz, but they probably already know, and I also don't know the reactions. That's true. And mm. I mean, I can change how I look, but I can't change how any of you look. 
That's true. So I might have to go in by myself. To Fitz Park? Yeah, just to kind of see the area before you guys waltz in. If Tagoro gets seen, they'll either kill him or throw him in prison and then kill him. But with his me, beard and all. Uh, I kind of look back at Tagoro. Do I feel confident that people wouldn't recognize him? Mm. Would that be like a perception check or... You can do a perception check. Maybe an... Yeah, go ahead and do a perception check. Ooh. Maybe? Uh, well, that's a... 14? 14? Mm. I mean, he has let himself go. <laughs> Before he was pretty, you know, more on the athletic, muscular side. Now he's on the more beer belly pudgy side and he's got longer shaggy hair and a long bushy beard whereas before he was clean shaven yeah, maybe it does look a little rough around the edges i mean he looks more like a big scary orc than just a very rapscallion like half orc okay well it's worth a shot we can try and noriko's good at keeping a super low profile so Naomi is probably the more obvious person who would draw attention. Not just because she's a Nikogen, but she's fairly attractive. Right. I kind of look at her and ask, do you think you're going to be all right in Fist Park? I mean, I don't know where else I would go. And I suppose you can leave me out by myself with Ramathorn. I'd rather not do that. Hmm. Well, if... We'll figure out a way, and we'll make sure that everybody is safe, including our friends inside Fitzpark now. Yeah. I feel really bad for Miss Fiora and Princess. They were both really nice. Yeah, and we gotta keep that as our goal. Mm-hmm. So once we get there, we'll figure where they're at and see what they want to do, which... It's going to be pretty hard, but maybe with your brother and me, we could get back into the prison and do something. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, my brother was able to break you in once before. How hard can it be to break back in? Yeah. We'll see. Alrighty. And I'll uh, just kind of continue steering Rameth Thorn forward. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage to check out fun posts and special announcements. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more of the Arius adventures as our group continue their journey. Will the party find an advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.